the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And we might have a little fun along the way. And this is my turn. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show on your hometown station. 1520 WBZW. And now here's Roger. Welcome to Roger Franklin Williams Show, a program that's dedicated to protecting, preserving, and defending America's founding traditions of God, family, country. It's great to be with you on another wonderful day throughout Central Florida as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And of course, on our program, the Roger Franklin Williams Show, We do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country, and our constitutional principles. We're getting that season, once again, that comes around every two years, where we will have um, not only local elections, of course, but national elections as well. It's a huge presidential election year, as we've been talking about for over the past year. But, of course, as you know about our regular listeners know, that we pay a particular focus and attention to the local races, the races right here in Central Florida, Orange, Osceola, Seminole County, Brevard County, and throughout our state as well. And we're just embarking on a time right now where we're going to really focus in on the local elections on our program. So we're pleased to be joined today, excuse me, by a man who's seeking one of the most important local offices in Seminole County. And we'll go to him right now. And our guest uh, this morning, today, is former Seminole County Commissioner, current candidate for Seminole County Clerk of Court, Grant Malloy. Grant, thank you for joining us. Thanks, Roger. Thanks for having me on the show. Why don't we get right into the, the meat of things. And once again, and you've joined us before and talked about this before, but of course we have new listeners all the time, and we're a lot closer to Election Day this time as well. In fact, the primary that you'll be uh, participating in is coming up in August. Um, can you just talk about the position that you're seeking and describe the position for us and why it's important for the citizens of Seminole County? Right. It, it is definitely probably one of the, if not the most important job, because it acts as the checks and balances over county government. And there's a lot of ways it does it. Uh, the way I explain it is it's the Comptroller Office, you, in essence, hold the checkbook for the county commission, and you are the point person that's in charge of looking out for waste, fraud, and abuse. And you know my record on fighting government waste before I ever got involved in politics. I had a local chapter of Citizens Against Government Waste when I was on the commission, and it's been 12 years since I was on the commission, but I had an excellent record opposing waste. I voted against every trip to Europe that the politicians wanted to make. And I even turned down my own pension, uh, which was uh, is unheard of 
for elected officials. I saved taxpayers $100,000 because I thought it was wrong for part-time politicians to get rich off the system. So I led by example. So it's a very important position. Marianne Morris is retiring. She's endorsed me for that office. And she's always been a good taxpayer watchdog herself, auditing county government, looking for ways to improve its efficiency, stop corruption that's going on. So that's one very important part. And then the other important part is you're the checks and balances over the legal system. In essence, the judges don't run the courthouse. The police don't. You know, they'd like to, but they don't. There's an independent clerk of the court who's the voice for the people, who protects the legal documents that control our life, whose staff in that courtroom is neutral. It doesn't take sides. It records what goes on. It protects the evidence. It it uh, you know, puts an accurate docket out. It doesn't take sides. And I'm the only candidate that hasn't been seeking, you know, the endorsement or support of the people that work in the courtroom, such as the, the judges or the the uh, sheriff or the prosecutors or public defenders. I don't want to owe anybody anything and be totally neutral in that position and kind of carry that tradition to Marianne Morris uh, as she's done there. So it's very important. It comes up August 30th, but honestly, by August 30th, over half the people have voted. You've got as early as July, the end of July, mail ballots go out, and then early voting starts August 20th. So it's much tougher for a campaign like myself, who's not backed by the insiders and the good old boy network. I'm running on a shoestring budget. I'm the only one that doesn't have political consultants telling me what to say. I know I could talk for myself. So we're out there just talking with voters, letting them know I'm the most conservative in this race, and I have a history of fighting against the political establishment, not being part of it. Just throw out my uh, website is grantmalloy.com, G-R-A-N-T-M-A-L-O-Y.com. So I hope people check that out. Since we're speaking with Grant Malloy, he's a candidate for Seminole County Clerk of Court on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Grant, why don't we take a step back and... um, Talk about your when you first got involved in politics, because that goes back to the days that, that I first got to know you. And I'd like for you to talk about that more in depth, because I do think it relates to this position as you talk about your perspective as a citizen, uh, all, your involvement in the public arena, if you will, started at the grassroots level um, with citizens groups uh, pushing back against uh, the scope of expanding government and higher taxes and, and, and those kinds of things. And of course, that's uh, doesn't seem like that long ago to to me and to you and I maybe, but that's you know there are a lot of, a lot of new people in Seminole County, and a lot of people don't really know and might not know about the history of Grant Malloy uh, in the public arena fighting for the, the citizens. So just, just take us back to that when that's where I, you and I got to know each other was right. back when you were uh, the leader of the local citizens versus uh, government uh, waste group. Um, that's right. Yeah. Tell us how you even got involved in that particular group, why you got involved in it, and and about some of the work that you did in that role, um, you know, before you ever ran for office? Well, I grew up in the, you know, when Ronald Reagan was president, he was the first president I could vote for when I was in college. And, you know, my dad's a small business owner, um, always had this kind of entrepreneurship mentality of, of uh, freedom and free enterprise and, you know, having the ability to be rewarded for hard work. So when I got out of college, I was listening of all stations to NPR one day, and the local station had an interview with Alan Keyes. At the time, he was president of Citizens Against Government Waste. He was speaking over at the old Langford Hotel, which, of course, is long gone. 
And so I went down there to see him, and he was a very powerful speaker, and he really talked a lot about freedom, the responsibility of government, and pointed out very clearly, and I thought uh, very wisely, that, you know, your money represents your freedom. When government takes goes into our wallet and takes away money, they take away a bit of our labor and our freedom. And now we're dependent upon them to, to use it in a way that benefits us. Otherwise, we've been robbed. So you don't want them to put on crony capitalism and, and backroom deals to help their buddies out. Because that is, you're not only you're losing your mo- money, you're losing your freedom. So that's when I got inspired, started a local chapter of Citizens Against Government Waste. And then I got involved in a lot of other things. For instance, like there was the Eight is Enough term limit petition that we were circulating statewide. The Save Our Homes Amendment to protect uh, you know, homeowners from excessive property tax increases. One, one thing I got involved with was, uh, people might forget this, but the state legislators passed something called an advanced disposal fee, which was the first, I looked at it as the first tax on food item. You know, they would tax you, your, your container when you bought your milk or, or your uh, orange juice, you know, and uh, had this very complex recycling quota you had to meet, just a bunch of excessive government. And we actually got that repealed the following year. So I, I got involved right off the bat with helping conservative candidates on campaigns and helping out statewide, you know, petitions to, to try to make a difference. Because people do have the power. You know, we have the power. The good old boys only have one vote each, just like us. And we have the power to petition, get active, and hold them accountable. So that's what I've always had a passion for. And that's, in this office, that's, in essence, what you do. You are the checks and balances. You are the accountability of local government. And I think I have an excellent reputation and sure love to have people, you know, vote for Grant Malloy on August 30th because I, I really want to make a difference. We're speaking with Grant Malloy, he's a candidate for the Office of Seminole County Clerk of Court. It's another part of our Roger Franklin Williams show, close look at the local elections. And we do that on our program with in-depth interviews with the candidates. Now, now Grant, I know that a hallmark of, of your campaign style is to go out and, as you said before, you know, I guess the, the norm uh, – or even now in local elections, you know, it, it, back when I first got involved in actively running for office and that kind of thing, uh, supporting candidates, managing campaigns, that was back in 1988, uh, really it was only the national campaigns that had high-paid consultants and kind of had more of a mechanized structure, if you will, slick uh, brochures and that kind of thing. Now, almost every candidate at the at the smallest local office has a has a, a quote, paid consultant, or they've got, you know, people uh, um, kind of this, this highly structured, if you will, um, campaign. And, but you've, you've always, you know, um, gone, not done it that way. You've always been out there, a hallmark of your campaign has just been go, literally going door to door, knocking on doors of your, of your friends and neighbors, having small gatherings um, in the homes of, of the citizens throughout um, uh, Seminole County. Can you just uh, address, address that style and, and, and how, how it really relates to the kind of uh, elected official that you would be. Right. Well, I really believe that politics, good politics, is about hearing people, not this, you know, listening to her stuff where it's just a bunch of image. It's really hearing people and hearing what their concerns are. And the only way you really do that is going to them and, you know, knocking on their door. And I've 
literally knocked on thousands of doors. As I mentioned, I'm, we have a lot of volunteers helping out, helping me out, and it's been a real blessing. But, you know, you look at some of these other campaigns, and, you know, uh, I think one's already spent over 20000 in consultants and, and uh, marketing firms. And the other one has a professional consultant. And, and, you know, they're going around saying, hey, I have all this experience to run the courthouse. What well, if you can't run your own campaign, how are you going to run something as complex as a courthouse? But um, I, I've just been a big believer in just being genuine, talking to people, hearing them, and connecting one-on-one. It takes a lot of work, though, and it's the toughest campaign to do. But ultimately, I think it's the most effective, and especially on a smaller local level. It's it's definitely very effective because your people know you. So that's what I've always been about. We were the first campaign to collect nearly four thousand petitions, and I was the only one that did it without uh, like mass mailings or mass uh, uh, drop off of materials on your on your door. I just did it with volunteers, and we collected them very quickly and got approved on the ballot. In fact, we got so many petitions approved, we were able to qualify by a process where we only paid $10. So my opponents spent 30 times that amount. But I'm always looking for ways to do it smarter and more frugal. But I'm a big believer in grassroots politics, and I'm the true grassroots candidate in this race. Grant, we're time for our first break. If you can stay with us, I'd like to pick up and get your insights. You've been out there shaking hands, going door to door, talking to the citizens. And I want to Get your feedback. I want to hear what's on the on the citizens' mind out there when we come back from our break. Friends, please stay with us. Listen to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Our guest is Grant Malloy, the candidate for the office of Seminole County Clerk of Court. We'll let you know our program is sponsored by our friends over at Porky's Original Barbecue. We'll tell you more about them a little bit later. But please stay with us on the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my turn. Welcome to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. And this is my time. Keep it here as Roger talks about local and national issues important to you. Talking with the leaders and newsmakers in our community. And we might have a little fun along the way. And this is my time. It's the Roger Franklin Williams Show on your hometown station. 1520 WBZW. And now here's Roger. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you to talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And on our program, we do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country. The principles that were so eloquently stated in the Declaration of Independence and in our United States Constitution. Taking a very close look, as we always do every election season, at the camp, the elections, especially the local elections here in Central Florida. And right now we're speaking with a candidate for Seminole County Clerk of Court. Later in our program, speaking of, as we've talked about many times over the past year, this very exciting presidential election. And I'll share my comments on that uh, later in our program. But um, first of all, let's go back to Kim, uh, Grant Malloy, candidate for Clerk of Court in Seminole County. Now, Grant, I'd like to pick up where we left off. You're out there talking to citizens literally every day, 
what is on people's minds. Obviously, we we know that what's on people's minds. Both on one thing I think is fascinating. Both sides of the spectrum. Uh, both presidential campaigns. The 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 candidate which had the strongest outsider message, if you will, the candidate which really was the farthest from being in 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 any kind of mainstream. Uh, or coming from any kind of a mainstream political perspective, both did very well. In the Republican side, it's uh, Trump. It looks like he's going to be the presumptive winner, the presumptive nominee. He's the one who's emerged certainly right now in, in first place before the convention. And uh, on the other side, Bernie Sanders did did, did it amazingly well for somebody who really had no name ID, no uh, none of the trappings that you would really think would be a legitimate uh, presidential contender for a major party. So obviously people, there's something going on out there. People are, are tired of the status quo. They're tired of the, the politics business as usual. And, but I, you know, I, that's kind of what we, I think everybody <laughs> has figured that out by now, but, but what, what, what are you hearing out there and a little bit more in depth that, that's on people's minds in the, well, in the, in the neighborhoods? You are right on, on it there, Roger. I mean, I've talked to, hundreds and I mean thousands of people out there knocking on their doors and it's been 12 years since I was in office you know so I to, to this in depth I, I it's been a while since I've been out there talking with people and there it it's almost a hundred percent Roger people are very frustrated they're, uh, they're to sum it up they're frustrated that they keep electing people who say they're going to solve problems yet you know, they're being squeezed by an economy that's not taking off. They put people in office that say they're going to reform and, and fix things, yet we're $20 trillion in debt now. People feel like the American dream is is slipping away. They're concerned about their kids' future. Um, some of them are, are very concerned about where society's heading with with a lot of this these social experimentations now of, you know, not knowing what bathroom to go to. That's, that's I think, more of a minor issue, but it, it relates to the whole feeling that people feel like their country is slipping away. And I think that's why Sanders and Trump have been very successful, because they've, they've kind of tapped into that. But I've never seen the frustration out there. People are very frustrated with, uh, I guess you'd say, establishment politicians calling the shots. And even even at the local level, there's a lot of frustration that there's like a local good old boy network that, you know, picks which candidates can run and who can't run and, you know, what what they're going to do. And, and these packs come in from Tallahassee and and throw out, you know, these attack pieces, attacking good people. It's a lot of frustration out there. And I can totally understand it because I, I feel that way myself. But, you know, ultimately, we do have the power, you know, if we get out there and vote in an election like this one, it traditionally has the lowest turnout. And what I tell people is, hey, you know, you, you have five votes in your pocket because if you show up and vote, there were four others that didn't. So look on this ballot. You know, I'm clearly the outside candidate. You know, look for the other ones, talk to them. You can make a difference at the local level. So, but there's a lot of frustration out there, but, you know, I have have a track record of, of, of battling the establishment and sure would love to have, you know, people support for for me on August 30th. And I can throw out my phone number too. It's uh, 407-928-2397. And, you know, people can get in touch with, with me and, and I'd, I'd love to chat with them. We're speaking with Grant Malloy. He's a candidate for the Office of Seminole County Clerk of Court. 
on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. Glad you're joining us. Always great to be with you, and it's always great to share these people who are seeking to serve in office with you and have you hear them directly on our program. Now, Grant, I'd like to, um, you know, I kind of have to smile because, you know, back when you first ran for office, uh, when you were seeking a position of Seminole County Commission and you were up against the political establishment, in fact, you were up against a very powerful, long-term Seminole County Commissioner, and, you know, the, the political establishment, uh, I guess, li- literally, in some cases, laughed at your, your candidacy. And, but, but the reason that it makes me smile is that I think you were, uh, you know, several decades ahead of your time because, you know, the, the things that people are upset about now, the citizens are upset about now about the political establishment, about the way just politics is done uh, or conducted, um, it, are exactly the things that you were challenging and, and you were fighting against and you wanted to change Back when you ran the very first time for for uh, for public office, and I might add that you were successful in in that in that run, and you uh, literally uh, turned the Seminole County political establishment upside down once you got in there. Yep, that I'd say that's pretty accurate. You know, and, and when I ran too, I said I was only going to serve two terms, and I followed that commitment because I didn't want to be one of these professional politicians that you know had to have some political job for the rest of their lives. I just want to make a difference. But yeah, it, there, it, it's definitely, you know, there definitely is an establishment. And I hear this in other places I go to. I was talking to a fellow in Lake County yesterday and he, he was talking about similar, it was like a mirror image. I think what happens at the local level happens at the state and it goes up to the federal level. There's just more zeros after the budget, you know, more zeros after that number and more money, you know, um, that's potentially wasted and, and sent to, special crony deals and and people you know people are struggling to pay their mortgages you know they uh, i know people are making less today than they were eight years ago you know because of the economy and yet you turn around you see you know politicians getting rich off the system and you know a lot of people don't realize in florida politicians get a part-time job get a pension uh in six years you know who else gets that so there's that frustration that hey you know are you running to serve or are you running to be served by us, the taxpayers? You know, we want people that want to truly serve and not make this a career or, uh, you know, just be, be genuine and, and try to make a difference. And I would like to follow that up because I think that's significant. I'd like to ask you about it. And, friends, we're speaking with Grant Malloy, a candidate for Seminole County Clerk of Court, and that election's not too far away now. In fact, uh, it's going to be on the, the actual going to the ballot, going to the polls. Voting is going to be August 30th, and the early voting actually starts on August the 20th, and absentee ballots even go out before then, uh, and later in, in July. But, you know, you, as you said, when you ran the first time, and, and you before you even ran for office, you were uh, an advocate, you were involved in, in the effort to, uh, term limits effort. And when you ran, you said you, you put a, a cap on your own term, and you said only you weren't going to run for two terms, and that's what you did, and, and, you, and, you, and you left. And you were out of uh, you were out of office for a while. C- can you talk about what you did? You know, after you left uh, public office, at being in the political system, having a position, and and you know, just how that affects your perspective, and and uh, does that um, um, what were some of the insights you gained once you left the the inside of the political system, if you will, um, uh, and, and went back to to private life? Well, I, I stayed busy. You know, a lot of people, uh, if they lose the election 
or they, they leave office, that sort of thing. It's like they disappear. You never see them again. It's like, what? well, they were all in favor of uh, working for me before, but now they're gone. You know, I'm not like that. Like before I was in office, I mentioned the petition drives I was working on and, and uh, you know, speaking of uh, commission meetings and other meetings. But afterwards, one of the first things I did was I served on the Charter Review Commission for Seminole County. And on that, it was quite interesting. There was a, a attempt to, to uh, basically destroy the clerk's office, the, the one I'm running for now, by stripping away the comptroller, the checks and balances over our spending. And that's when I teamed up with the, the current um, clerk, Marianne Morris. And we, I started a political committee and, and educated the voters that getting rid of the comptroller office and placing it underneath the county commission would be the fox guarding the hen house. It would be a, an end to checks and balances over our spending at the local level and would lead to more waste and, and abuse. And the, the people voted that down on the ballot. So that was one battle I got in. I'm, al I'm always battling these tax increases that the, that the commissioners and school board tend to pop up quicker than uh, locust. Uh, it's like every two years there's a tax increase in Seminole County. So I always try to educate voters on that. And, and then I started a, also an organization called Center Right Coalition, where it's a, it's a nonpartisan group that brings together freedom-loving leaders of other groups to network, to uh, share what's going on locally and statewide and even nationally. And I've talked on your show about that before. And we, we, there's three of those across the state now and a network of them around the country where the, where the whole goal is to network kind of that Reagan coalition of, of leaders together to um, help each other out when issues uh, uh, come about and, and share that information. So that's that's been very um, active over the last few years and, and seems to be making a difference in Central Florida. So I stayed active. You know, I'm not one of these guys that just pops up on Election Day with, with a big spiel. You know, I've got a track record of always uh, fighting for the people and fighting for liberty. And if I could segue, I don't know if you have a second. I, there are some reforms I'd like to do in this office. Um, well, yeah, we're up on our next break, but if you can stay with us, we'd love to okay. have you talk about those. Cause that's that sounds great. Getting into the meat. And, uh, well, friends, we're listening, talking to Grant Malloy on today's program. It's another one of our continuing series as we, our Roger Franklin Williams Show 2016 election series, as we bring the candidates for local office to you directly and let you get to hear them directly one-on-one. -on -one. Before we go to break, I want to let you know that our program is sponsored by our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and Burn Fat Orlando, and also let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from high school athletes to elite college athletes to professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Also want to let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain is pleased to be voted best chiropractor for now five years in a row. When you're in pain, call the chiropractor that you can trust, Dr. Patrick St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Also want to let you know our program is sponsored by our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair. And if you're looking, we want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to repair for your car, truck, van, other vehicle with old school honesty, integrity, and dependability, get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Virgo's Sheila Auto Repair. Tell them Roger Frank and William sent you. We'll be right back with Grant Moore. And this is my time. 
Welcome back, Apopka and West Orange County, to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Apopka's midday connection to news, views, and interviews important to you on your hometown station, 1520 WBZW. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. It's great to be with you to talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. And on our program, we do that from a perspective that honors America's founding traditions of God, family, country. The principles that were so eloquently stated in the Declaration of Independence and in our United States Constitution. Taking a very close look, as we always do every election season, at the the elections, especially the local elections here in Central Florida. And right now we're speaking with a candidate for Seminole County Clerk of Court, later in our program, speaking of, as we've talked about many times over the past year, this very exciting presidential election, and I'll share my comments on that uh, later in our program. But um, first of all, let's go back to Kim, uh, Grant Malloy, candidate for Clerk of Court in Seminole County. Now, Grant, I'd like to pick up where we left off. You're out there talking to citizens literally every day. What is on people's minds? Obviously, we we know that what's on people's minds. Both on one thing I think is fascinating: both sides of the spectrum, uh, both presidential campaigns, the 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 candidate which had the strongest outsider message, if you will, the candidate which really was the farthest from being in 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 any kind of mainstream uh, or coming from any kind of a mainstream political perspective. Both did very well in the Republican side. It's uh, Trump. It looks like he's going to be the presumptive winner, the presumptive nominee. He's the one who's emerged certainly right now in, in first place before the convention. And uh, on the other side, Bernie Sanders did did, did it amazingly well for somebody who really had no name ID, no uh, none of the trappings that you would really think would be a legitimate uh, presidential contender for a major party. So obviously, people, there's something going on out there. People are are tired of the status quo. They're tired of the the politics business as usual. And but I, you know, I, that's kind of what we, I think everybody has figured that out by now. But but what what, what are you hearing out there, and a little bit more in depth that, that's on people's minds in the, well, in, the in the neighborhoods? You are right on on it there, Roger. I mean, I've talked to hundreds and I mean thousands of people out there knocking on their doors and it's been 12 years since I was in office you know so I to, to this in depth I, I it's been a while since I've been out there talking with people and there is it's almost a hundred percent Roger people are very frustrated they're, uh, they're to sum it up they're frustrated that they keep electing people who say they're going to solve problems yet you know, they're being squeezed by an economy that's not taking off. They put people in office that say they're going to reform and, and fix things, yet we're $20 trillion in debt now. People feel like the American dream is is slipping away. They're concerned about their kids' future. Um, some of them are, are very concerned about where society's heading with, with a lot of this these social experimentations now of, you know, not knowing what bathroom to go to. That's, that's I think, more of a minor issue, but it, it relates to the whole feeling that people feel like their country is slipping away. And I think that's why Sanders and Trump have been very successful, because they've, they've kind of tapped into that. But I've never seen the frustration out there. People are very frustrated 
with, uh, I guess you'd say, establishment politicians calling the shots. And even even at the local level, there's a lot of frustration that there's like a local good old boy network that, you know, picks which candidates can run and who can't run and, you know, what what they're going to do. And, and these PACs come in from Tallahassee and, and throw out, you know, these attack pieces, attacking good people. It's a lot of frustration out there. And uh, I can totally understand it because I, I feel that way myself. But, you know, ultimately, we do have the power, you know, if we get out there and vote in an election like this one, it traditionally has the lowest turnout. And what I tell people is, hey, you know, you, you have five votes in your pocket because if you show up and vote, there were four others that didn't. So look on this ballot. You know, I'm clearly the outside candidate. You know, look for the other ones. Talk to them. You can make a difference at the local level. So, But there's a lot of frustration out there. But, you know, I have a track record of, of, of battling the establishment and sure would love to have, you know, people support for for me on August 30th. And I can throw out my phone number, too. It's uh, 407-928-2397. And, you know, people can get in touch with, with me, and, and I'd, I'd love to chat with them. We're speaking with Grant Malloy. He's a candidate for the Office of Seminole County Clerk of Court on the Roger Franklin Williams Show today. We're glad you're joining us. Always great to be with you, and it's always great to share these people who are seeking to serve in office with you and have you hear them directly on our program. Now, Grant, I'd like to, um, you know, I, I kind of have to smile because, you know, back when you first ran for office, uh, when you were seeking a position of Seminole County Commission and you were up against the political establishment, in fact, you were up against a very powerful, long-term uh, uh, Seminole County Commissioner, and, you know, the the political establishment, uh, I guess, li- literally, in some cases, laughed at your, your candidacy and but but the reason that it makes me smile is that I think you were uh, you know several decades ahead of your time because you know the the things that people are upset about now the citizens are upset about now about the political establishment about the way just politics is done uh, or conducted um, it, are exactly the things that you were challenging and and you were fighting against and you wanted to change back when you ran the very first time for for uh, for public office and I might add that you were successful. In, in that in that run, and you uh, literally uh, turned the Seminole County political establishment upside down once you got in there. Yep, that, I'd say that's pretty accurate. You know, and, and when I ran too, I said I was only going to serve two terms, and I followed that commitment because I didn't want to be one of these professional politicians that you know had to have some political job for the rest of their lives. I just want to make a difference, but. Yeah, it, there, it's definitely, you know, there definitely is an establishment. And I hear this in other places I go to. I was talking to a fellow in Lake County yesterday, and he, he was talking about similar. It was like a mirror image. I think what happens at the local level happens at the state, and it goes up to the federal level. There's just more zeros after the budget, you know, more zeros after that number, and more money, you know, um, that's potentially wasted and, and sent to special crony deals. And, and people, you know, people are struggling to pay their mortgages. You know, they uh, I know people are making less today than they were eight years ago, you know, because of the economy. And yet you turn around, and you see, you know, politicians getting rich off the system. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize in Florida, politicians get a part time job, get a pension uh, in six years. You know, who else gets that? So there's that frustration that, hey, you know, are you running to serve? Or are you running to be served by us, the taxpayers? You know, we want people that want to 
truly serve and, and not make this a career or, a, you know, just be, be genuine and, and try to make a difference. And I would like to follow that up because I think that's significant. I'd like to ask you about it. And friends, we're speaking with Grant Malloy. He's a candidate for Seminole County Clerk of Court, and that election's not too far away now. In fact, uh, it's going to be on the, the actual going to the ballot, going to the polls. Voting is going to be August 30th, and the early voting actually starts on August the 20th, and absentee ballots even go out before then uh, and later in, in July. But, you know, you, as you said, when you ran the first time and, and you before you even ran for office, you were uh, – an advocate, you were involved in, in the effort to, uh, term limits effort. And when you ran, you said you, you put a, a cap on your own term, and you said only you weren't going to run for two terms, and that's what you did, and, and, you, and, you, and you left. And you were out of, uh, you were out of office for a while. C- can you talk about what you did you know, after you left uh, public office, at being in the political system, having a position, and, and you know, just how that affects your perspective, and, and uh, does that... Um, um, what were some of the insights you gained once you left the the inside of the political system, if you will, um, uh, and, and went back to, to private life? Well, I, I stayed busy. You know, a lot of people, uh, if they lose the election or they, they leave office, that sort of thing, it's like they disappear. You never see them again. It's like, what? well, they were all in favor of uh, working for me before, but now they're gone. You know, I'm not like that. Like before I was in office, I mentioned the petition drives I was working on and and, uh, you know, speaking of uh, commission meetings and other meetings. But afterwards, one of the first things I did was I served on the Charter Review Commission for Seminole County. And on that, it was quite interesting. There was a, a attempt to, to uh, basically destroy the clerk's office, the, the one I'm running for now, by stripping away the comptroller, the checks and balances over our spending. And that's when I teamed up with the, the current um, clerk, Marianne Morris, and we, I started a political committee and, and educated the voters that getting rid of the comptroller office and placing it underneath the county commission would be the fox guarding the hen house. It would be a, an end to checks and balances over our spending at the local level and would lead to more waste and, and abuse. And the, the people voted that down on the ballot. So that was one battle I got in. I'm, all, I'm always battling these tax increases that the, that the commissioners and School board tend to pop up quicker than uh, locust. Uh, it's like every two years there's a tax increase in Seminole County. So I always try to educate voters on that. And and then I started a, also an organization called Center Right Coalition, where it's a it's a nonpartisan group that brings together freedom loving leaders of other groups to network to uh, share what's going on locally and statewide and even nationally. And I've talked on your show about that before. And we, we, there's three of those across the state now and a network of them around the country where the, where the whole goal is to network kind of that Reagan coalition of, of leaders together to um, help each other out when issues uh, uh, come about and, and share that information. So that, that's been very um, active over the last few years and, and seems to be making a difference in Central Florida. So I stayed active. You know, I'm not one of these guys that just pops up on election day with, with a big spiel. You know, I've got a track record of always uh, fighting for the people and fi- fighting for liberty. And if I could segue, I don't know if you have a second. I, there are some reforms I'd like to do in this office. Um, well, yeah, we're up on our next break, but if you can stay with us, we'd love to okay. have you talk about those. Cause that's that sounds great. Getting into the meat. And, uh, well, friends, we're talking to Grant Malloy on today's program. It's another one of our continuing series 
as we, our Roger Frank and Williams show 2016 election series, as we bring the candidates for local office to you directly and let you get to hear them directly one-on-one. Before we go to break, I want to let you know that our program is sponsored by our friend Dr. Patrick St. Germain, St. Germain Chiropractic and Vern Fat Orlando, and also let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain has worked with athletes at all levels, from high school athletes to elite college athletes to professional athletes to Olympic champions. So when you're in pain, call Dr. St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. That's 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Also, want to let you know that Dr. Patrick St. Germain is pleased to be voted best chiropractor for now five years in a row. When you're in pain, call the chiropractor that you can trust, Dr. Patrick St. Germain at 855-WHEN-IN-PAIN. Also, want to let you know our program is sponsored by our friends over at Sheeler Auto Repair. And if you're looking, I want to let you know that if you're looking for a place to care for your car, truck, van, other vehicle with old school honesty, integrity, and dependability, get over to see Demetrius and Odysseus Burgos at Sheila Auto Repair. Tell them Roger Frank and William sent you. We'll be right back with Grant Malloy. And this is my turn. Welcome back, Apopka and West Orange County, to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Apopka's midday connection to news, views, and interviews important to you on your hometown station, 1520 WBZW. And now, here's Roger. And this is my turn. Welcome back to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. Great to be with you as we talk about the issues that affect us in our community, our state, and our nation. Right now, we're pleased to be speaking with Grant Malloy, and he's a candidate a very important position in Seminole County, the Seminole County Clerk of Court. We're learning about the role of and the responsibilities of that particular elected office, and they are very important. And we're also talking about hearing about Grant Malloy, his background, personal background, his background in politics. And in a moment, we're going to talk about his agenda and the things that he would seek to accomplish if he were elected to the position of Seminole County Clerk of Court. Before we go back to Grant, I want to let you know that our program is sponsored by our friends over at Florida Door Solutions and let you know that if you have garage door problems, Florida Door Solutions has your solution. You can find out more about Central Florida's best garage door company at fladoor.com. That's fladoor.com or give them a call at 866 866- FLA door. Let's go back to Grant Malloy, candidate for Seminole County Clerk of Court. Now, you were, I'd like to have you you know, talk about the specific reforms that you've really put that you've um, would like to institute if you were to be elected. But I want to go back to one more question about the time that you were away from government, and of course, George Washington set that you know, crucially important uh, precedent back when he twice, actually, uh, before the, the country was ever formed, after uh, he had been victorious and we had been victorious, our forefathers and founders, in fighting the British and, and winning independence from, from the British, he turned in his sword and walked away um, as the top uh, military leader. And that had never been done before in human history, setting a, a very powerful precedent and a very sour, uh, powerful message to the world. Um, and then also, once he became president, he did the same thing. 
uh, after served two terms and and, and left um, the highest office in the country, the most powerful office, and went back to private life. And that really set powerful precedents, which I guess <laughs> over the course of the next 200 years have maybe have been lost on on a certain amount of elected officials. But um, you know, what did you just just can you talk about just the experience? Because I do know that once you get into that bubble, if you will, of government, of having power into the system, if you will, um, it, it definitely has a has a an effect of changing your perspective of of um, and, and it's a different it's a completely different world. And so, can you tell us about what it's like to go back to the real world, if you will, and as a regular citizen, and um, you know how that maybe is, has it, you know changed your perspective or, or maybe affected uh, you know how you you know th- this race that you've got now and, and how you would uh, uh, conduct yourself at, at, if you were elected as, as clerk of court. You know, you know, Roger, you bring up an interesting question, and and I'm a big fan of George Washington. And if you think about it, when he did that, that was at a time where you you had you know King George and people that had ultimate power that that served for their basically their whole lives, and you know it was easy for them to get corrupted. So when George Washington did that, he was really going against the grain. And it and I'm a big believer in term limits. When you look at our country, it also had term limits when it was founded under the Articles of Confederation, because and there was no payment for congressmen. You know, Benjamin Franklin warned about if you start paying these politicians too much money, you know, they're going to start thanking their nobility. And today in Seminole County, a part-time politician as a county commissioner is up to about 88000 a year. A lot of people don't realize what happens when you get elected, plus, the, as I mentioned, pensions and benefits. And there's a whole different bubble. And this is why politicians change so much. If you don't have one, an elected official, when they're running, that's completely grounded in some sort of principles, it's very easy for them to get swayed and have their ears tickled when they get into office. Because once you get in office, whether it's the city, the county, the state, or the federal level, you become immediately surrounded by lobbyists who, even if they hate your guts, will tell you, you are the most awesome person around. They'll give you campaign checks for your next reelection, even if they worked against you the first time. And everybody tells you how wonderful you are. Then you go to these Chamber of Commerce meetings and the Metropolitan Planning Organization, the East Central Florida Region. You get put all these boards, and the same thing happens there. So that's part of the problem with our whole political process. You, you might have a lot of good people running. But once they get in, they get swayed by all this, you know, baloney going on and they start to lose touch. Next thing you know, yeah, we do need that tax increase for this important project. You know, yes, we do need to go to Europe to to do economic development, all this stuff. And so they get out of touch. So when I left office, you know, you go back to regular life and there's no more lobbyists that call you anymore. You know, not that I believe what they were saying before, but you go back to being a regular person. And I think that's a, a good humbling experience, especially for a lot of long-term politicians. They need to go back to the real world and, and live with the rules they wrote, you know, see how easy it is. So um, it, it's, uh, yeah, I've, always, I, I've always loved, you know, being a business owner, and it's a challenge, but this is where, you know, my heart is. And I just mainly get involved in politics to try to make a difference and uh, fight for freedom. And now, speaking of which, uh, the reforms that you'd like to institute from your perspective as, 
as a private citizen. Uh, what are some of the things that you would like to, to see done or, you know, in the clerk of court's office? If you well, would first of all, yeah, and first of all, I definitely want to continue the traditions of Marianne Morris, you know, who's endorsed me, being independent with the courthouse operations, you know, uh, representing the people, you know, not the uh, power brokers that want to take over the courthouse. That's very important. And I want to carry on that tradition. I also want to carry on the tradition Marianne Morris has had with auditing local government, looking for waste, fraud, and abuse. So that that is those are important legacies to continue on. Uh, I I am different than here's a one that's one way that I, it separates me from my competition is that I'm the only candidate that has not only met with the local clerk but every surrounding clerk in Central Florida, and I've met with their IT department. There's there's a lot of things, and I kind of take a business mindset into this. A lot of things that can be done with customer service, you know, that would save people time and give them more choices and more options. Sometimes government doesn't change quickly because there's no competition, you know, it becomes a little monopoly, you know, like a case in point would be Social Security Administration. You try to navigate their website or something. It's terrible. So I would like to take this business mindset into the uh, courthouse, make it easier to pay bills. There are a lot of ideas that some other counties are, are using, like uh, uh, contracting with other locations, other entities that could you could pay bills at. And normally, when you're paying bills, it's a traffic ticket, child support, you know, fines, that sort of thing. So make it more convenient than just the you know 8:30 to 4:30 hours at the courthouse. A lot more options to pay other than cash or check. You know, a lot of young people don't know what a check is nowadays. So allow other forms of payment: debit card, credit card. But I'd also like to look at the, the aspect of how do we save tax dollars? You know, there's a county charter amendment that says that all ordinances are supposed to be reviewed for their economic impact on, on the economy. So I would like to have an economist take a look at ordinances in the future, like tax increase proposals or business regulation, and put an accurate number on that that you could place in front of the commission that before they vote for that, they would know what the cost is going to be on the businesses and on the citizens of Seminole County to make a better choice than passing regulations without really any, any uh, you know, thought of what it's going to do to people. So those are some ideas. There's other ideas such as uh, Orange County has a self-help center that's very intriguing. Uh, that's something to look at. But, um, you know, there are budget constraints to consider. Improved website. Um, literally, I have a lot of ideas that, and, you know, that's why I have the light bulb on my sign. A lot of ideas that that uh, I'd like to bring forward to make government work better for for the hardworking taxpayers. Speaking with Grant Malloy, he's a candidate for Seminole County Clerk of Court. Now, Grant, now can you share with us how your perspective actually have serving in government then um, as a county commissioner? And as we've talked about before, you know, pretty much every day of that eight years was was dedicated to pushing back against the expansion of government, higher taxes, uh, more regulation, all those kinds of things, corporate welfare, if you will. Um, how, how did that experience maybe prepare you for this, this office, uh, clerk of court, even though it's you know, a completely different office? Well, I think it, it prepares you quite well because when I was on the commission, you know, I would get criticized often for the four-to-one vote. You know, I was the one guy who didn't vote you know, for the tax increase. Uh, I was the one guy who didn't vote for, uh, you know, one of the politicians going to Ireland. You know, I was the one vote that would would be against uh, some new, 
you know, regulation. So, you know, being alone and standing there and taking some shots, I think, uh, makes you more of an independent person and a little more confident, perhaps. So in this office, you know, you were you in charge of it. You don't have to get three votes on the commission. So I, it, it requires somebody that's going to be independent. That's not going to be a yes man for the establishment that wants to control local government. So I think, you know, it's basically sharpened me, made me a little stronger to do what's right and uh, not worry about, you know, the, the, the pushback from, from the good old boy network. Do what's right. You know, a classic example was in, in Sanford, there was a there was an attempt to take this public park and put this like crony project in there, of this convention center. It was a government subsidized hotel. It made no sense. No private business would ever do this. In fact, there was a hotel literally across the street almost that was going bankrupt. Uh, yet the government wanted to build another hotel and destroy this park. And I was the one person there fighting that left and right against some very powerful political people. And in the end, we won. You can go up to uh, Fort Mellon Park now. It's a beautiful park. Used like crazy. So you drive around, you see some victories out there, and it makes you feel good, too. So that, that encourages me. Well, thank you for being with us. And best wishes in your quest. Sure. In this campaign. And I've got about a minute. Uh, would you like to just once again give your website again? Yes. Uh, please call me Grant Malloy, Simmel County Clerk of the Court and Comptroller. The website is grantmalloy.com, G-R-A-N-T-M-A-L-O-Y.com. My phone number is 407-928-2397. I sure, I sure need your help to make a difference. So uh, i get you a yard sign, a bumper sticker, and definitely would love to earn your vote for August 30th Republican primary. Thank you, Grant Malloy. Thank you for joining us. Always great to speak with you. Always good talking with you, Roger. You have a great day. Friends, hope you enjoyed that conversation. A lot of insight into a position that's not a high-profile position, but it's a position that's a very important elected position in every county. And Grant is seeking the position of clerk of court in Seminole County. When we come back, I'll just share some of my thoughts on the presidential election, specifically the candidacy of, of Donald Trump and the Republican side and, and the reaction to Trump. And I guess some of the – what I can't quite understand is, is – some of the consternation, if you will, by some of the other Republicans uh, and some of the and the outrage directed towards Trump and his candidacy. That's what I'll definitely come back. So please stay with us. You're listening to the Roger Franklin Williams Show. This is my Star General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.